So uh, here I have with me Matt. Uh, we're going to be discussing different areas of freedom that uh, he's seen be violated. And uh, we want to bring the truth about what's going on. Um, if you guys know anything about me, if you've heard the story, you understand what this whole channel is about. And uh, Matt reached out to me and noticed that he aligns with the values that we share. And I was excited to hear his perspective on what's going on. We've known each other for three years, I think. Yeah, three, four years now, probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because yeah, he, he brings another perspective. So thanks for introduce yourself. Ah, my name is Max, uh, a small business owner here in Edmonton as well. And uh, work alongside Paul on a lot of different projects. Happy to be here. Cool, cool. So there's been, well, obviously it is now April, 2021. <laughs> Uh, coming to the close of April 2021. And Two weeks to... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so all of the things that have been going on, isn't it funny that... I was just I was having this conversation with someone yesterday. It's funny to me how much it is... When you when you say something's going to happen, if we go continue down this path, something's going to happen, and it's going to be terrible... Yeah. And you're told that you're a fool, you're an idiot. There's no way that that'll ever happen in Canada. <laughs> and then when it comes about, well, what do you, what, like, how do you, what do you do? Like, it's, it's like, I told you so, just doesn't do it. No, it's, by the time it comes to, I told you so, it's too late. Yep. Like 100%. And I feel like we're at that pivotal, if we don't make a change, it's, it is too late almost. Yeah, totally. I feel like we're almost too late already. <laughs> it, it is pretty much that way. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not one to give up. I'm really not one to give up. Uh, but there are definitely some days where I just feel like, man, sometimes you got to cut your losses and just, 100%. and just leave because it is, it is getting so, so yesterday, um, I got, I received a link and I didn't even look at it till today, but in BC now, yes, this, in BC, Although the police have said that they're not going to enforce the check stops to see whether or not you're traveling for pleasure into the province from outside of the province. They said that they're not going to do that. However, however, get this. In BC, an employee of a service corporation that's been contracted by the government. Yes. Okay. Now, namely, the health services. Okay. An employee of the health services company, which is just another corporation essentially contracted by the government mm -hmm. this employee now has the authority according to the government has the authority to fine you okay they also have the authority to issue a warrant for your arrest no 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 not the not it's not the judge that has that now the judge used to have to issue the warrant of course no 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 it's the employee of a service corporation that's been contracted by the government that is now allowed to issue a warrant for your arrest. If they think you may be a danger to public health. <laughs> and I'm not coming up with this. This is actually, this bring, is bring actually this, what this I'm bringing up. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The Public Health Act regulation forms. These are the forms that are now being distributed to the health services. The first one here, recovery of costs certificate. That's an interesting one. Basically, this is saying um, if there have been costs associated with our enforcement of these orders that you're not complying with, 
we have the ability to come up with a fine of any kind. It's not law enforcement that's coming up with the fine. It's the health services that's coming up with the fine, the employee of the health services. Okay. So here we go. Name of health officer, corporate executive officer of health authority. Yeah. All yeah. right. Having authority to file certificates under section 35.1 of the public health act certify that the debtor, and they just name whoever they want. Literally, is, it just has a blank spot. Yep. Is <laughs> our subject to an order by the creditor, not the company. No, no, no. The yeah, creditor it is the of... name of the health officer. So it's the health officer that's actually the creditor. You have to pay the health officer. Yep. <laughs> Issued on such and such a date, a copy is attached to the order, blah, 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 blah. The debtor is not adequately or not are not adequately complying with or did not adequately comply with the order. The creditor did work or contracted for work, blah, blah, blah. As a result of the work done or contracted to be done, the debtor owes the creditor. So let's, let's throw an example. I work with Susan. Susan here has a great boutique shop. She has the generosity of allowing It is a very beautiful people. shop. She allows people to gather here. We've actually had some great sessions here. We've uh, taught a lot about freedom from, from inside here. We've yep. Gatherings, overhead projector, all the rest. She's not complying. Megan from AHS has <laughs> Megan. come in. <laughs> Megan. She's come in here. And told Susan that she has to comply. If this were in Alberta, which it will be. Give it a month. <laughs> Megan can be the creditor. Not not AHS. Just... Not AHS. No, nope. Megan. Yes, it says right here. <laughs> Susan could be fined by Megan in this case. Uh, okay, so and then of course you know that's that's what that's what so they are now allowed to give you fines. These are employees of a service corporation. Now let let's put it into perspective for a second. What's an employee? See this right here. Hmm. As if it were a judgment of yes. the Supreme Court for the coverage. <laughs> really? As if it was. <laughs> yeah, as if it was. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not. It's not from the Supreme Court. But as if it was, it can be. <laughs> Black ink on paper has magic. Magic properties. Yeah, oh, I know. Drafted in 2009. Yeah, first draft 2009. <laughs> <laughs> 11, 12 years ago. <laughs> okay, so who's what's an employee of a service corporation? So the, the corporation is contracted by the government. Correct. And then it's an employee of said corporation exactly that is now the creditor <laughs> to this fine this is also where it gets dangerous is because this technically speaking does not go to the government no it goes to the corporation and the corporation's employee this is the scariest cash grab i've ever seen in my life isn't that something eh? yeah like let's take the gestapo and, and just... then the fine print you guys will see down in the bottom there like, if this was a judge, as if it was a judgment for the Supreme Court for the recovery of debt and the amount stated above. <laughs> as if it was. So it's just like, it's not. as soon as I sign this, yep. money. Yep. 
on filing with the Supreme Court. Of so when this piece of paper gets filed. Yeah, they would drop it off, basically. It is as if it was an order from the Supreme Court. And a judgment. Yeah. Which is saying that a health officer could come in, fine you as above, mm -hmm. sign it, give you a copy, drop it off at the courthouse, they put it into their filings, and now you have to pay it. Yep. That's literally what this is saying. But not to the government. To the employee. Yes. <laughs> of the corporation that is contracted to the government. Yes. So it's not going to the government. No. This is basically a license to steal. <laughs> what this is is yeah. it not oh yeah totally it is totally it is and the saddest part is most of the population won't look into this or like they don't realize this mumbo jumbo like you know what i mean like you give them this and you see the fine amount they just think oh the government's fining me for this mm -hmm. they don't realize that none of this is going to the government no none of it well at least it doesn't have to I don't know, maybe the government gets a cut. Maybe they get a commission. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your 20%. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to the employee. So let's talk about how much authority someone who works for a corporation that is contracted by the government, how much authority, governing authority, does an employee of a corporation that's contracted by the government has? As much as you give them. It's true enough. <laughs> true enough. But let's say, for instance, you were given the... Uh, you, you were, Let's say someone from Burger King. Okay. Okay. Because Burger King probably is probably more qualified. Let's so let's say <laughs> let's say let's say they change the garbage bags. Okay? That's their job. That's what I mean. They're probably more qualified. They know I the know. hand sanitization I know. and regulations. I know. So here they are, they work for Burger King. Burger King gets hired by the government. And this employee and their their authority is to change the garbage bags. They come to you and they say, you know what, for your troubles and for you not complying, maybe you threw something into the garbage bag that had a little bit of juice in it left. A little you bit of garbage left. can dirty. You got the garbage can dirty. Mm -hmm. And they don't like it. Nope. They don't like the fact that you did this. And so what they do is that they come up with a fine. And you don't have to pay Burger King. You don't have to pay the government. You have to pay the man or the woman who, or whatever, and put... <laughs> that has to clean that garbage can. cleans the garbage bag. You have to pay them a fine. Okay? This is the level of authority that an employee of a corporation that has been contracted by the government has. Okay? This is the level of authority they have. This is what they come up with. Well, keeping in mind, the government is pouring money by the hundreds of thousands to this corporation to enforce this. Yes. Kind of a double-edged sword, huh? Really? There's another one. Okay. Oh, my. This yes. is a good one. This is the information. Form 2 pursuant to the Section 47 of the Public Health Act. Obtain a search warrant. This is where the health officer, again, an employee of a corporation. Yes, I know. Wow. I know. I know. Submitted to me by form of telecommunication. Which produces a written document <laughs> because it is impractical for the inform informant to appear personally before me. So he said, she said, mm -hmm. is now legally appearing on a search warrant with no this grounds the, or basis or fact or truth. This is what we're going on to create an app, uh, to, to, to make a, a search warrant. Yeah, I want a search warrant and this is why. Someone called me. 
So basically what this is saying, just double check that what I'm going to say is legit under the pump. Okay. So I'm sitting at home and my neighbor is having a barbecue. Mm -hmm. I can text Paul, the health authority and go, yeah, they're having a party and just send him a picture of two vehicles outside of a house. That is technically a form of communication, which produces a document because they said there's a party and an address. And I don't want to go meet with you because I don't feel like leaving my house. Correct? Yep. That's 100% what that is. Yep. It's impractical, too, because, I mean, you know, there's a virus going around. Well, it's impractical because <laughs> I wasn't invited to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> there was a meme, too. There was a meme to talk about that. I was like, oh, you didn't get invited to your neighbor's barbecue. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, here we go. They want, uh, they want, the informant has, the informant being the employee of a corporation that got subcontracted by the government. The informant has reasonable grounds to believe that entry and search of the, check your mark, check your mark, whatever. They can even search your vehicle, a vessel, uh, aircraft, anything they want. Dwelling place, premises, other, so then, you know, blank slate, blank slate, whatever you want. What do you want to inspect? What do you want to search? Anything you want. And it's warranted for authorizing a health officer, a person acting on behalf of a health officer. So they don't even have to have the employee. It could be a remember friend. That, remember, remember that uh, whole uh, more qualified from Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that dude that changes the girl. Yeah. Burger King. <laughs> get Tom on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. In the province of British Columbia to enter and search the places indicated above and take any necessary action for the purpose of taking action authorized under the Public Health Act. Determining whether an action authorized under the Public Health Act should be taken. Now, look at this next line. This Grounds is... for belief. Not that so. is... You can't get more ambiguous. <laughs> really, though. <laughs> <sighs> You'd literally just type in whatever you want. Fraudulent. Do whatever you want because you could believe because you believe it. You believe it. Grounds for belief, not based on fact, not based on precedent, not based on anything, but okay, this this employees is, this belief. Is, this is the this is the scariest thing. The information the, or pardon me, the informant asked that the warrant be issued by the health officer in the province of Alberta on the places indicated above, sworn affirmed. Mm -hmm. How can you swear in information that is not credible or proven credible at the time of entry? Uh, <laughs> because look at, look at the state we're in. This is how, this, this no, is, this how is what I mean. Like, this is how they do it. How did we get uh, from civility to this? I'll tell you, people voted. Democracy, this is the inevitable result of democracy all the time. This always, always turns out to be the case. Oh, and here's Susan now. Hey, how are you? Good. 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 Who's the dirt bike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, can I steal you for one minute? Yeah. I just got yeah. um I went and picked up all those shelves and rackings and everything. Oh, you but did. Everything's in my garage. I just brought two back, but I've been working out. So well, yeah. There you go. We can give you a hand. A few moments later. Sorry for the little interruption there. Susan had to get some stuff from the store. So uh, talking about voting, and this is why. Democracy always ends up in totalitarianism. It has never failed to do that. 
but uh, this is this is what we're dealing with now. This is what we're dealing with, and this is this is only the beginning. There are way more forms available for these people. Oh, this is the one I'm. Uh, yeah, this is the one I want to see. Form three. Form number three. Okay, let me just do some reading here. So again, medical health officer, employee of a corporation that's contracted. See, by the health government. authority name could be the corporation. The health, yes, so health authority name, that is mm -hmm. going to be the health corporation at blah, blah, blah. I'm applying for orders that name of person be detained. Oh, yeah. And name of facility is blank. Wherever you want. Where would you like to take this one? <laughs> Mexico? <laughs> yes, we have a facility in Cabo. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna start coughing on people right now. <laughs> Might as well. Um, preventative measures, so they can arrest you based on something they think you might do. Mm -hmm. Since when was that a crime? Democracy. I make this application with the approval of the provincial health officer, as evidenced by the documented attached, which means which then forms part of this application on the basis of my belief. Yeah, again, not fact. Not not factual. Yeah, no no, no due course, no, no, no due process, no just cause. I believe this, is, this man or woman is endangering. Name of person is an infected person who, if not detained, may be a danger to public health. Maybe. No proof. So this is the thing. You, you, we have three very vague statements there. You take away the presumption of innocence and you completely demolish civilization. Back to the guilty until proven innocent thing. Mm -hmm. Dated blah, blah, blah. Now, Oh! See, they label those uh, different on this yeah, one? Yeah. Swear versus affirm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But check this out. Look at this. Signature of judge or clerk of the court. So the judge now is optional. You don't need a judge. You know, uh, a clerk of the court is technically like when you go to the courthouse, pay a fine, that person. Yeah, basically a justice of the peace. Yeah, literally a talking tree. Yeah. <laughs> the girl that runs your debit card and then files your fine. Yeah. Cool. This is cool. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the next one. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Warrant to search. Oh. I am, I am satisfied. satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> On the basis of the sworn affirmed information of blah, 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 of the health authority name, so the, co the corporation that's been contracted by the government. Oh, this is the thing I do not like. This authorizes you or a person acting on your, your behalf, behalf. Call to your enter neighbor. and search the place yep. indicated above. If you are five foot nine, 150 pounds, and you need some help, call your friend that's six foot six and 260 pounds to the necessary action from for high the purposes school. of taking action authorized. Yep. And then again, justice of the peace. They don't even ask for a judge on this one. No. Which pretty much like that is your warrant. That is oh, your warrant. that's scary. Now that's actually scary. <laughs> it gets uh, better. No, because that means that they have no formal training. They have no. I know. <sighs> Shit.
shit. Let's just give them guns, too. This one. Number five. This is not the judge writing the notice to law enforcement. Oh, man. This is the employee of a... I say it because I really want people to get it in their thick skulls about how significant of an authority this man or woman who works for a corporation contracted by the government has. Yeah, this is a bad one. This is to command you in Her Majesty's name to arrest. Yes, me. Oh, man. And again, clerk of the court. But this is to an actual peace officer. So literally can just punch in any name and drop this off at the local detachment. And where you go? Where you go? I'll get my man. And this is to command you. Yes. In Her Majesty's name. Yes. In, the, in, in Her Majesty's name, the employee, again, the employee of a corporation that has been contracted by the government, that employee now can speak on behalf of Her Majesty the Queen to tell a law enforcement officer to arrest you if they think you may be a danger to public health. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I said this was going to happen and nobody listened. No, we've been talking for a while about this happening. Every every other couple days I get something from you, I send something to you, and it's just chuckling. And now that we're sitting here and we're actually going doing this podcast and we're sitting down, we're actually going through the factual information and seeing how unfactual their stuff is. Uh, Read it out loud. Okay. Um, form 6, Public Health Inspections and Orders Form, under the Act, Section 50-4. In the Supreme Court of British Columbia, warrant to arrest a person who is in need of care. <laughs> to any peace officer, whereas this court is in the opinion that, name and address a person, is living under conditions that are a health hazard and that continuing to reside in a place that may be danger to the person's health. Opinion. Remember, this is an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just an yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You are hereby ordered to apprehend, name and address of person, and promptly bring her to specify place. Dated. Oh, this one's from a judge of the Supreme Court. Now we're getting somewhere. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this must be like for backup. If form number five didn't If work. the fines and the three yeah, yeah. other BS yeah. fine, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to go to form six. Because <laughs> <laughs> this guy's really not coming in. We're, we're busting out the big letters. <laughs> if you read the, if you go through the form while we're doing this, it actually is like, boom. Yeah. Warrant to arrest person in need of care. Or a certificate allowing a medical officer to detain a person. Which I've never heard of that. So basically a phony citizen's arrest. Yeah. Detain a person and allowing for apprehension and transport of the person to a place. Of the person to a place. Yes. <laughs> this is their official <laughs> thing. Uh, Form 7 pursuant to Section 49 of the Public Health Act. I, medical officer, Burger King, of health authority. Yeah. The, uh, for the reasons set out in the attached application for which then forms part of the certificate believe to be an infected person who, if not detained, may be a danger to the public health due to the unavailability. That is scary. 
I'm kind of reading this as I'm saying it to you guys. And due to the unavailability of a judge of the provincial court to hear my application, I authorize anyone to apprehend, detain, and transport. Anyone. Anyone. We're bailiffs now, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine the way we would have Think about it for a second. Who, out of all the people, demographically, look at all the people in Canada. Yeah. And tell me whether or not the average citizen that is would be excited about doing this if they is not the guy you want arresting you. <laughs> uh, they actually put that in that authorize anyone to apprehend, detain, transport. Yep. Anyone. Okay. But see, this is the this is the really scary thing. If you guys really look at this, okay. First off, it's just any officer who technically does not work for the government; it is contracted to put their company for the reasons set out an attached application. Believe, which is not factual, mm -hmm. any sort of stretch the imagination. Mm -hmm to name person, to be infected with no proof, mm -hmm. who, if not detained, maybe, again, no proof, to the public health due to the unavailability of a judge of the provincial court. The Me. people set down by the Queen's bench to make sure this stuff doesn't happen yeah. is being bypassed to authorize anyone to apprehend. Mm -hmm. Run that through your head right now. Basically saying, I work for Burger King. I think you might be at risk. I don't have the ability to contact a judge right now. So I'm authorizing anybody who can go get this person from name, address, and bring them to law. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, everyone. You now have communism. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, wow was there one more form no that, that was, was the, the, last, that one? Was the last one okay yeah not that it could get any worse than that last form oh isn't that something <laughs> holy man <laughs> government of bc website when did you get this link when did you get sent this last night and i checked it this and i and i clicked on it this morning that's actually scary. Like, it's coming here. Oh, it's, it's it is. It's, it's, it's going to be sweep here. It's way across. Yeah. Yeah. By wave five. <laughs> <laughs> wave five, we'll have it. Or what was the what was the term that they had the other day? The double variant. Oh like, man! <laughs> it's like as soon as they start curing it or vaccinating it it's like oh there's a super one now yeah yeah super the, double variant yeah the, oh it's uh, only in south africa now it's made its way to britain a double decker super <sighs> uh space cadet variant oh man yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so okay yeah that's that's something that i didn't expect to cover today but i i had to it was freaking amazing See, the thing I also, that really flabbergasted me, and I said I was going to bring up, mm -hmm. um, so I won't mention what what person or what hospital, mm -hmm. 
But in the local surrounding Edmonton area, there's a hospital. I'm not going to say what distance around Edmonton, but uh, I was having dinner with her and her husband. And she was very frustrated with um, lockdown status and outbreak status. So at the hospital, they have like your ICU, your long-term care, your emergency, mm -hmm. and they're different sections run by different RNs, LPNs. And she said the long-term care and the ICU run your outbreak status. And it kind of messes up how they do stuff at the hospital. I'm not a nurse, but uh, she asked me what outbreak status was in my mind. So Paul, if there is 60 beds at this said hospital, um, how many people would need to be infected for you to say it is outbreak status? Out of control. Outbreak? Yeah. Um, Lock yeah, it down. Where it's like time to shut things down because yeah. it's out of control. Nobody, don't mix those staff with those staff because we are outbreak. I'd say 10%. 10%? Long-term care? 60 beds? Six. None. There is a staff member infected that doesn't go to work right now. That's an outbreak. Yep. Oh. Locked down. Locked down. Wow. Zero. There was one staff member that tested positive. ICU at the same hospital That's is locked down. 30 beds. How many would you say? Again, like to me, I think to myself. If I, I, I said like 25, 50%. Yeah. Yeah. One. One out of 30 patient is... Uh, That's considered an outbreak. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well. So 90 beds. Jason Kenny's telling us we're at capacity, we're at capacity, we're at capacity. Shit, there's 80 beds sitting empty, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. outbreak status. I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that we're we're reaching capacity. They're just... And I, I that's what I said. I said, are, are we legit at capacity? And what beds were actually filled was about 7%. From what I could calculate out, yeah. I think there was four patients in there. Yeah. So, yeah, 90 beds, four patients, seven, seven-ish, yeah. six, seven. Yeah. 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 That's what we're going with. That's uh, outbreak status. Outbreak For status. one staff in one department and one patient in one department. Yeah. And it was a case. Yes. Not yes. even not even that they had the symptoms that were life-threatening. Yeah, yeah. It was just one confirmed. Tested positive. Wait, wait. How were they tested positive? <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so i blew my mind that we are at capacity we need these beds blah 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 and if we don't curb this now we're gonna we're just gonna overwhelm medical staff really we have 60 beds in one long-term care unit and we have no confirmed patients with covid there just a staff member who can stay home yep on uh, April 19th, mm -hmm. CTV came out with an article saying that the hospitalizations and deaths from COVID were down 93 and 94% respectively from December. Mm-hmm. And we're still locked down. Yes. So which hospitalizations and deaths are down from where they were in December, which, by the way, if you take a look at the numbers in December, they are pretty much the same as any other December where people get influenza and have to go to the hospital, or they report that they have influenza based on the data that we currently have. There's no more significance to what it was before than what it is now. 
in this than what what it was in this in December. I thought we were influenza free. I'm I'm no I know I know I'm comparing oh COVID the COVID numbers to what influenza used to be because influenza of course is no longer existing. Yeah, no, that's right. And pneumonia, it, it, it and pneumonia. didn't show up this year. Pneumonia as well. No. Pneumonia's gone. Um, bronchitis. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure we can get rid of tuberculosis if we really focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But that, but that now hospitalizations and deaths are down 93 and 94% from where they were in December. What they were in December, I don't know the numbers in front of me right now. It's not that important because whatever they were in December, we survived. <laughs> oh, it's mind blowing. There were no bodies in the streets, you know, like in a pandemic. See, it's, and, it's, and, and we're, and we actually have 93, 94%, 94% less deaths than we did back then when there were no bodies in the streets. No bodies in the streets. <laughs> See, and it's, it's stuff like, like the gyms. Like I, for one, really enjoyed going to the gym. Yeah. It's something that was part of my routine. Uh, Me too. And when I go to the gym, I open up a bag of chips and watch everyone work. It's amazing. It's a, fun, a lot of fun. Go <sighs> continue your story, though. <laughs> Man, that guy at the gym, eh? So, you, we brought it back, what was it? Like a month ago or a little bit ago? Yeah, it was yeah. the gyms were back open, but you had to wear a mask and you couldn't use cardio equipment. Right. Okay, so that's fine. I'm like, whatever. I'll just still go do my actual workout. And then they shut it down and it's one on one training only. Gyms, for one, are one of the cleanest places. Yep. Like you think people are sweating. Every single person literally sanitizes everything they touch After the, the minute they're done yep. working out with it. Yep. The place is cleaned 500 times a day. Mm -hmm. Like literally the cleanest place on earth. Like mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, okay, everything is sanitized. You see people cleaning very well. Yeah. But then you can go to Costco. Or the airport, everybody's six feet apart. Go through security, get your plane. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes later, hey man, yeah. how's it going? In, in the plane. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what? Huh? Oh, I just. So this this comes into, because there's no reason to that, right? There's no there's no logic. There's no, no just but, wear a mask. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to enforce that, just wear a mask. Like, you can't make six people stand for it. Go through security. Then two seconds later, they're on a plane. Yeah, no. It's ridiculous. And the reason why it gets to be that way, and it, this, this goes back to basic psychology. If you have a fear response, so if you're, if you have fear going on at the back of the brain, right? Cause that's where, yeah. the, that's where the lizard brain starts working. When that activates, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. when that activates, the part of your brain that handles logic actually shuts off. It's true. It becomes a flight or flight. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And logic goes out the window because all that matters is that I survive. That is the that is the inevitable result of fear. So, why do you think why do you think when you are consuming any other media other than something that's wholesome, there is so much fear around it? Like say for instance, we talked I just I just mentioned that deaths were down 94% from where they were in December. But yet, CTV on Friday, came out with a statement saying the cases have now peaked to 20,000 active cases in Alberta. 
So clearly they want you to be afraid because they talk about the cases and they don't talk about the fact that 94% less people are dying now than they were in December. So because they're pushing the fear, the automatic response for the people that watch that is, I can't logically think. Um, I can't remember which that is. So uh, there was a, remember a meme like two months ago I sent you and it was like this guy doing his side shots and I was like getting my mug shots ready for going out this summer. There's now the permit to go camping on public land. Oh, that to, you have to have, you have to pay for every single person to go out camping on public crown land. Now, wow. yes, I That's believe it's, I believe it's $30. Huh? Yes. I just got, I just got this sent to me by one of my business partners. Uh, we have a outdoor recreation company, um, power sports and we sell campers. And he said, Hey Matt, there it is. Alberta government, he sent this over to me. Plans to introduce a $30 annual fee this spring for public land use. Wow. Random camp. Okay, okay, let's schedule it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Clayton for sending me this. I actually planned this out. We got some friends together. No more than eight people from two different households. Don't worry. And we did not randomly just go and camp. So we're okay. We're exempt. <laughs> um, yeah, it is literally. Wow. So they, I can't make this up, man. This was sent to me by Clayton this weekend. And they are going to charge an annual fee, which will apply to public land use. So if you and your buddies just want to go out to the backcountry somewhere. You know the land you already paid for. You're right. Pay for it again. Yeah. Um, they're also going to increase, uh, three to one to three dollars for sites at campgrounds to pay for the park systems. You mean the same? Okay, hold on. The same park that we paid to enter. Wow. Because and which, by the way, is getting absolutely ridiculous. Have you been to Jasper lately? Oh no, not yet. But I went to um, oh the, man, I went to the park there, um, Buffalo. The, the oh yeah, yeah. Buffalo Nature Park there. Yeah, I went there. Wow. Jeez. You just feel like you get robbed Ugh. when you pull up and they're like, are you overnighting it? And you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. that'll be $5,000. <laughs> okay. And I want to know where they get this stuff, CBC. We've heard loud and clear from Albertans that they're comfortable with modest fees. Loud and clear. What fucking Albertans going, you know what, man? I'm already raped enough. Fucking more. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. He said, we recent consultations with park users suggested people weren't opposed to paying modest user fees as long as the money goes back to the system. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very long-term stretch of the back to the system. So you know what? I honestly think that they, they just pulled, they made sure that they pulled the NDPers. Because they don't go camping. <laughs> You're right. You're right. They just pulled the NDPers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we don't mind if uh, everybody else that goes camping pays a little bit. Okay, so one person talking to a guy at a day access use or day use area. I asked 
uh, where is this, Schmidt? I asked the environment minister if he could commit to not imposing new day fees on families enjoying our public parks. And his comment was, there would be new fees. So, fucking hope you don't like parks, bud. Yeah. Because to go sit and have a picnic is going to cost you the narrows. And that'll go up because of inflation. And can't go day drink at your buddy's deck because that's illegal. Yep. No. You see what we're getting at here? You're literally paying to go to places you can just, like, pretty soon we're going to have walking permits and, like... Oh, my goodness. I'm grateful. I am grateful so far. I have heard good news. Um, even the city of Edmonton police, they have actually... Um, the the They've actually said that they're not going to enforce it. They have to reply, they have to respond when someone, you know, comes and says, oh, well, we... Uh, you know, we have a concern, and so the police have to respond. I, I, that's, I, that's I job, do. But they are not allowed to enforce any of these restrictions. I do have a buddy that, who is in law enforcement. He's a peace officer. Hardly a cop. No mm -hmm. offense. <laughs> but uh, with these new health public acts, he does drive around, but he said that he's like, he thinks it's a little bit ridiculous. Okay. Not going to name said officer. But he'll drive around, and he sees several vehicles at a house. Common sense says they're having a party. He will not do anything. He just drives by. It's where a complaint comes in mm -hmm. and he is physically dispatched to go check yeah. it out. Then he'll go and he goes, same thing. Like, can't break it up, guys. Like, come on. But he doesn't find. Yeah. But he says several people in his apartment do. And yeah. they purposely look out for that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, we are paying. I know peace officers because I sold him a vehicle. They are paid very well. Mm -hmm. And that is his job, drive around, eight-hour shift, ten-hour shift, looking for multiple vehicles at a house. I'll look. He's... Throw me in, explore hey, the uniform. I'll hey, go look. they hired a contract company. They contracted a company to, uh, you know, do all of these. We don't even need formal training. They just no. give us a badge and some forms and we'll just go. No, I'll do it on the behalf. Just like they were able to get someone to go and arrest someone on behalf of. We don't even have to leave the house. No, just go count, count, start counting vehicles. If I count as how many vehicles. You think we get a discount on the camping? If we do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll for the government. I found 60 vehicles today. <laughs> Sweet! 50 cents a pop. You can now camp for a year. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to need that quarter. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys are all laughing with us because this stuff is right here. Like, I forgot to bring up that $30 fee for camping. Mm -hmm. Public land use. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Land you already paid for. Can't go into your backyard with friends because that's illegal. Mm -hmm. Can't go to proper businesses because that's illegal. Can't go to church. Can't go to can't go to church. Oh man, that. Oh man. Oops. Did I just open another can of worms? Oh buddy, this is just unreal. Like I'm not religious by the any stretch of the right. imagination. People yeah. who do know me, but leave them the fuck alone. Exactly. Like, if they want to go, they have God. He's protecting them. <laughs> like, leave it alone. Okay? 
Not like half these week. people that go to church, no offense, that is their outing for the week. I know. That's literally the one place where they catch up with they, friends, yep. social events, yep. what's new with everybody. Mm-hmm. That is their thing. Yep. I really though. As soon as well, and as soon as you start so one of the reasons why in the criminal code, section three seventeen, I think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Says that uh, it is illegal for anyone, this is true. anyone to interrupt any service of worship um, or gathering of uh, what was it, uh, positive intent or something like that. Yeah, just just let's let's look up that Acts three seventeen. Yeah, it's it's section it's uh, one seventy six section A. Yep, there we go. A threat or force unlawfully obstructs or prevents or endeavors. To obstruct or prevent an officiant, pastor, mm-hmm. from celebrating a religious or spiritual service or performing any other function in connection with their calling. Like setting up the service. Thank you. That's impunishable up by a term of up to two years. Yes, it is. Yep. Now, if we were to do that... Rightfully so. Oh, there's actually a, there's an actual number two to it. As well, everyone who willfully yes, disturbs yeah. or interrupts an assemblage of persons, that means the people that go to church, mm-hmm. met for religious worship or, or for a moral or social or benevolent purpose, purpose so, is a guilty of an offense punishable on summary conviction. So, one of the things that we did um, as a small gathering, we held a COVID support group. Okay. Which is immoral. Which is which is totally immoral. That's a hundred percent benevolent, benevolent purpose. If there would have been, it didn't happen, thankfully. But if there would have been an officer of the law or a health inspector or anybody interrupt our gathering where we were benevolent because we were helping people who were coping with the stress of these restrictions and COVID and wondering what the heck's going on, that would have been grounds for them to be punishable, punished on a summary conviction on a summary conviction, which is legal. That's not that mumble jumble. They're just making up in BC there. No, that's, that's law mm-hmm. of like the straight up Queens bench. According to their rules, they're breaking, they're breaking their rules. And like, we're talking moral, like, one thing that's not being brought up in the news is suicides and overdoses mm-hmm. and the actual impact this all is taking on the rest of, yeah. of the population. The, the mental illness aspect of this, the damage that's being done. We will. I, up. for one, when the gyms got taken away, I have been more mentally depressed. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the things I enjoyed doing. It made me feel good. It actually helped me lose a ton of weight over the winter mm-hmm. until they closed it down, get healthier, get my blood pressure under control. It well, shit, the gyms have been closed for two weeks now. And I'm already up six pounds. And, like, and there are so many aspects of health that are related to that. So many dopamines, yeah, oh, serotonin. Like, it's just getting ridiculous. And they one-on-one personal trainers. I, for one, have a personal trainer, but I have been blessed enough to do well. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can afford yeah. six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. It basically breaks down to like fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a session mm-hmm. for one of these guys. 
I have one, and it's just a purely, I have a couple of uh, injuries from the past, just so I work out and not hurt myself yep. and do it properly. And he helps me with a food and diet plan and help me get um, just basically stress under control. And it's like, how many people have the means for that? Mm-hmm. Well, now, less. Exactly. More than 17% unemployed right now. Mm. That is one thing I am going to talk about, though. I have buddies, you know who you are, that <laughs> worked minimum wage jobs and got on the old Trudy bucks. Yeah. The old, the old Uncle Trudeau. Um, and, like, literally, they were offered their jobs back and wouldn't go. Well, why would they? And it actually offends me. I get it. Because... You're fucking welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and one boy, buddy pointed out, he goes, okay, I work 40 hours a week at a mechanic shop. And I get, after taxes, 920 950 bucks. I do some overtime. I get like a grand every two weeks. He goes, I do fucking nothing but enter a report or something online. Okay. And in three days... Grand goes into his account mm-hmm. every two weeks. A grand goes into his account. So, and then he has a shop that he works on his buddy's stuff okay. for cash under the table, yep. which everyone does that because we already pay enough taxes, yeah, totally. but double dips the chip. And then statistically they're like, Oh, the unemployment's crazy. No, half these small business owners can't even get people to come back to work. I know. Yep. Like, I know of sign shops that are literally getting their, like, nieces and nephews mm-hmm. to come work for 20 bucks an hour because they're so overwhelmed with the demand because it is actually busy right now. Yeah. And they can't get their own staff to come back because mm-hmm. why would they? I mean, honestly, it never affected me because I need a hell of a lot more than $2,000 a month to pay my bills. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, oh, so you covered the... uh Taxes and utilities, good yeah. job. <laughs> but it's again the same thing. They can't even, and now they want to make this income universal. Yeah. So you can just get it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of Paul's followers are business owners and people that actually have companies. And but how long do you think for the people that don't, you can sustain that even on a financial level? How long can you draw from the system before the system has no money? The system doesn't have money in the first place, except oh, for what they can take from us. I actually seen a statistic that made me want to puke. What's that? I I don't know when it was, but they said that Trudeau's spending, since Trudeau has gotten into power, oh boy, he has spent. He just rolled out another hundred billion on his. You see that? His, his next year, he's going to spend $100 billion. Now, Trudeau, since he's been in power, has spent $600 billion. Now, since the Canada started in the 1800s, up until Trudeau got in, every prime minister combined for, what, 170 years? Spent $652 billion. Whoa. So this dipshit in five years has spent what Canada has spent in its entire lifetime. 
And after 2022, he's exceeded that. Yeah. <laughs> Not Wait, making no. this up. No, no, no. The ba- the balance the budget will balance itself. Oh, totally, bud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When China buys us. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> this is what I love. This is what I love. It's a big budget. Was stated at the House of Commons. And Freeland was tabled the budget in the House of Commons and delivered her first budget day speech as finance manager. She made history as the first woman to do so. Isn't that <laughs> the worst spending in the world? And they made a wow. female go present it to the House of Commons. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> they also want to embark on a $3.9 billion endeavor to reform EI and make it more accessible and streamlined. I'm pretty sure it's fucking accessible now. <laughs> um, and why would you go for $500 a week support when you can just get, when you can just get your $2,000 a month? Federal budget outlines a $12 billion plan to extend key COVID-19 business aid. Yeah, it looks like businesses are just flourishing right now. Wow. Um, what else is in our plan here? This is an enormous oh, amount of deficit spending over the next six years. And a lot of that is paid for by its rosier economic outlook. Yeah, rosier economic outlook. But we also need a $12 billion plan to extend business aid programs. Which one is it? Things are going good, or do we need $12 billion to give to business? Well, this will get people back to work. Instead of $1,000 every two weeks, they're going to drop it down to $600 every two weeks. July 17th. Oh. Oh, here we go. Finishing the fight against COVID, the Liberals are also committed to spending $3 billion over five years to support provinces and territories creating and upholding high standards of care. Ontario. We'll keep that in Ontario yeah, for sure, 100%. Yeah. Uh, $2.2 billion over the next seven years. For Canada's biomedical and life sciences, $424 million next year. $424 million next year for safe reopening of Canada's borders. How? $100 million over the next three years to support projects for mental health intervention. Everyone that has mental health issues be dead by then. Um, which is not, I'm not throwing any shade at that. I think it's a serious problem. It is. It is. Um, it's actually a serious problem. I suffer from it as well. But not not only are they not doing anything about it, they don't care. Because if they did, none of this would be happening. Now, this is the one that really blows my mind. Read that one. $41.3 million over six years, starting in 21 and 22, for Statistics Canada improve data infrastructure and data collection. I wonder if that will include accurate reporting of COVID cases. 7.3 million a year on data collection for Statistics Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, this kind of touches base on the the biggest purpose behind this podcast. I know, like, the topics that we went, we went went from one thing to the other. That's how it goes, though. That's exactly how it needs to go because it is all related to this one general theme, the, the overarching purpose that I brought forward this podcast and that is consent if you it should be comply comply and consent 
so cons but consent is so the idea that these guys can do this kind of thing the idea that these positions are capable of taking your money at the point of a gun and doing whatever they want with it without your without your input is abs absurd to me and the fact that we consent to it is the biggest problem and i say we as a collective um, I have arranged my life in such a way that I'm not subscribing to what's going on. And I, and I mean that maybe we'll, maybe I'll do a podcast on that one day, but, but this is, this is the crux of all things. We were established on a principle of consent, meaning that you consent to be governed. Now that's not something that is done collectively. That is something that is done individually. So Consent no more. Disassociate yourself from these people. They are criminals. And in fact, international law states you are in fact complicit in crime if you give money to a criminal organization, which that's what the government is right now. They are a criminal organization. And your compliance to it, your, your continual addiction to shuffle your feet like cattle into voting booths in support for a system that does these things to you is going to be your undoing. This is the path to destruction. This is how you completely demolish civilization. This is how you destroy culture. This is how you take away everything that you hold dear. Well, wait till they start rolling out the debt forgiveness and taking houses and well, it's not going to be debt forgiveness. What's going to, this is what I believe is going to happen. It's going to be a matter of, you see how now, you know, we've got these trillion dollar bills, mm -hmm. you know, figuratively, because it's going to be cashless, but figuratively, it's going to cost you, it's, it's not, well, not figuratively, $10,000 to go and get, uh, to go get some milk. Okay. That's what's going to happen. You don't think so? Go study Venezuela and tell me again how you know so much about looked, economics. I looked, I looked that up on the drive here. Yeah. Like straight up Venezuela. Yeah. I was Googling that as I was pulling into the parking 300,000% inflation. Okay. Why? Because of what we're doing right now. That's why I say countries that have been, that have gone through this, they're looking at Canada and saying, what the fuck are you doing? This is the direction that things are going. So, so if that's the case and that's where we're headed, this is, where was I going with that? This is, this is how- You won't be able to afford the basic necessities of no, life unless exactly. the government helps. Oh, debt repayment. So what's going to happen is that you have all of these debts, you have all of these things cropped up, you have no way to be able to afford anything. They're going to come out with this holy grail currency that's going to be ushered in and you are going to accept it and you're going to love it because of two big things. Number one, you will own nothing because they'll just, they'll just take it. They'll say, in order for us to save this economy, we had brought this a new currency, but it means that you're not going to be able to own anything. That's right along line with the World Economic Forum called Carl Schwab. You can take that Schwab and shove it up someone's ass if you ask me. That's the first thing they're going to do. The second thing they're going to do, that just takes your property. That just takes the things that you hold as your own, okay? The second thing that they're going to do is that they're gonna say, you know those trillions of dollars worth of debt that you now carry? 
because of all this inflation and the destruction of the economy. And they'll probably throw in something about climate change in there as well, blaming it on that. Here is a currency that will pay off a thousand of those old ones. Take it. This, this is the way out. And we will be, and, and people that accept that are going to be further enslaved, economic slavery, into the system that they voted for. And that is, that is where we're going. Yes, your debts will be forgiven if you take their new currency, which will be just as fiat, just as pretend, and just as manipulated. 100%. It's always going to work in their favor. Mm -hmm. 100%. Why would they do anything that doesn't work in their favor? <laughs> that would make too much sense. Ah, so, solutions. Because these are all the things that are going on. I always like bringing things back to solutions. I talk about it. Stop associating yourself with psychopaths that want to take your life. Because that's what they do. You know, people ask me sometimes, they, they say, well, Paul, you know, why is it that Kenny doesn't want to, these businesses to reopen? Because that's tax revenue, right? Tax revenue. If we can reopen the economy, that would be tax revenue for the government. Don't they want that? Why are they doing all these restrictions? Stop asking questions to which there is a very simple answer. And that is, they hate you. If you ever wonder why something doesn't make sense. If you ever wonder why is the government doing something, stop asking. When you when you you will stop asking those kinds of questions when you when you come from a mindset and a and a framework of they hate you. Since they hate you, they're going to do things that destroy you. That's what they do. That's what government does. Name me. You know what? This is a really good thought exercise. What's that? Thought experiment. Okay. Name me um, some of the greatest, most amazing inventions or developments or think anything that has ever occurred to, to humans. The most amazing things. What are, give me two, two examples, three examples. Printing, pr printing press. I mean, printing that, press, that, that, telephone. Yeah, telephone. Uh, electricity. Yeah, electricity. The wheel. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, steam, steam like steam engines. Yeah, that changed. That changed a lot. Let's weapons. Weapons. Yeah, totally. No, the list could go on. The list could go on. So here's a question: Out of all of those things that are so amazing, do you think that there's any of those things would be impossible without government? Could they be possible? Like, the printing press, could that have been made without the government? Everything can be made without the government. Okay, perfect. Great. Awesome. Now, let's name some of the worst things that have ever happened. Genocide? Genocide, for sure. That's the big one. That's literally the big one. Yeah. What's another terrible... But what led to those? This stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Right oh, now. I know. Exactly what we're dealing with. Complacency. Right Murder theft, mass rape, human trafficking, all these terrible things that are going on right now, slavery, like Brazil. Did you know that when Brazil, Brazil ended slavery, mm -hmm. do you know how they did it? No. Oh, it was actually quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Probably the only thing I've ever heard that a government did that was marginally moral. Okay. Marginally moral. Yes. Okay. Ready? 
I'm ready. So, when Brazil ended slavery, when the government told the slave owners they weren't going to retrieve runaways anymore. They said they were going to stop helping slave owners by grabbing their slaves and bringing them back. I'm not going to do it anymore. And that's what ended it. Overnight. Because there was no enforcement for them to stop them from running away. Correct. So the slaves were like, screw this route. Hmm? <laughs> Simplest solution to a moderate problem. So we compare all of those amazing things that happened and how you could do all of those things without government. And then you take a look at the most terrible things that have ever occurred on this planet. And you ask yourself, would those things have been possible without government? No. And I, and I rest my case. I rest my case. There is absolutely no justifiable reason to have someone have the authority to rule over someone else. Ever. So, go. Self-govern. Be free. Because you already are. You're born that way. No piece of paper with magical ink is going to make you free. You are born that way. What happens is that you give your consent to be ruled through the compliance of arbitrary orders. And that's that's the solution. I know now that sounds simplistic, but deep down inside that become that becomes a, a mindset that you have to something that you have to, to to integrate into your heart and soul. I am free. Now live and then you live like you are. And I'm not saying that that means it's going to be lawless. I'm not no. saying that at all. No. Do no harm. Do no harm. That's that's the that is that's the basics. Pretty Do much. No harm. If you are conducting harm, then someone Should has the right that. to stop you from yes. doing that, whatever means necessary. Yes, that exists in like half of the states right now. So yeah, pretty much works pretty fucking well. Yep. And that's what they were founded on. Like, and, and they, that, what they call the American experiment was an experiment because it had never been done before. Let's have a free people. What mm -hmm. a concept. And that made for, that, that set the stage for an industrial revolution where even more innovation and more creativity. It exploded. Incredible amounts of leaps and bounds. Civilization Technology, advanced. infrastructure. Because people were free. And yeah. you take a look at what's going on right now and the suppression that's going against even someone who wants to open up a store and hold some boutique stuff. As simple as that. When that becomes restricted, you can guarantee that that's going to restrict your development, innovation, expansion, all of it. So just be free. Just go and... Live your lives as if they didn't exist. Because guess what? This is another conversation. The Canadian government doesn't exist. <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> it's a de facto government. Literally just fallen into place. There is absolutely no paperwork anywhere saying that it exists. It only exists because they started a corporation named the government of Canada. <laughs> GOC, baby. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, Anything else you want to show, talk about? Share? Uh, there's there's lots. I like, know, you're going to have to come back. I am going to have to come back. It's always awesome yeah. getting us together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again, everybody watching. Definitely comment. I want you to submit. If you want to be on the podcast, definitely send me a message um, in the various ways that you can do so. Uh, you can also email me, me at paulclossus.com, and I will definitely make sure that we find some time to talk about freedom and what matters to you most. And again, thank you very much, sir. Awesome. Thank you for having yeah. me. We'll talk again. Yes. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, no, this is uh, it's awesome.